Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse. I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, of course, as always, is my co-host, Jonathan Ellis. Thanks for having me, Matt. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for letting me mangle your name. It's just John, right? There's no Jonathan. John, there. yeah, people say Jonathan, and it's really annoying because it is just John. Because it makes you, it reminds you that you're not a fancy person. Well, I just think I always hated the name Jonathan. I wanted to be, wanted to be Jono or, or something else. And people say Jonathan, Jack. and it's just, I don't know, when you ask people that, to not call you something and then they call you anyway because they're just being, being a bit of a dick. I, I don't know. Well, I, for one, would never do that, Jonathan. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are new to the podcast, we are starting a club called the Comedy Clubhouse here in Barcelona, Spain. It's, a, it's quite the undertaking. It's been fun. It's educational. And we're here to talk about our trials and tribulations. But first, I want to talk about the events that are going on at the clubhouse this week. Johnny Boy, this what do we week have? This is the first week that we have a show on every day. So this has been our goal since we started three weeks ago. And it's nice. Ooh, to, it's been a long three it's, weeks. Uh, it's really nice to achieve your dreams so quickly. Uh, so we've got shows starting today, uh, Tuesday, going all the way through to Monday. So today, what do we have, Matt? Today is, uh, it's an open mic. I don't, I have no, to be honest, I have no idea what they're calling it anymore. So it was the cowboy mic, right? And then it was pro comedians, new jokes. It's pro comedians with notes, new jokes. It was it was a title that had fifteen words in it. Stand up comedy live in English. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite title. So that's today. We've got a few reservations. Should be very cool. Tomorrow we have the Magic Hour, uh, which is by far our most successful midweek midday show so far. <laughs> uh, we mid quality. No, mid, uh, it's it's been great. I've, I've I actually sat in. On a magic show the other day, I don't know what I was thinking, but I did, uh, and I had a great time. Yeah, uh, we'll have that showrunner Harris Feldman joining us in just a couple minutes, right? Our very first guest ever, amazing on this podcast. What an honor! I can't imagine how how he must be feeling at the moment. Oh, I bet he's really nervous. He should be at least. I mean, this is an enormous, prestigious position that we're giving him, and uh, well, we've gotten accustomed to people being a little nervous around us yeah, now. So that's I true. Think, I think it's kind of gone to our heads a bit. Indeed. And I can't wait for it to go even further. So on Thursday, what do we have? Thursday, uh, Midday Mirth with Marnie Manning. That's my favorite uh, show title, I think, just because Midday Mirth with Marnie Manning. It's kind of just fun. I don't understand how I, Matthew Murtha, did not get the Midday Mirth show. Like, I... Yeah, you'd think. Just one man's gripe. That's going to be a good show. We have a lot of reservations for that, too, don't we? We do. Yeah. And then Friday. Friday... Matt has Comedy Bomb Shelter, yeah. uh, which is going to be amazing. It's Good Friday this Friday, uh, and it's going to be a good show on Good Friday, I believe. There'll be no meat at that show, right? No meat? Isn't that what you do on Good Friday? You have to eat fish? I don't know. Any but good Christians? No? I thought you ate Easter eggs. That's Sunday. Oh, okay. Sunday fun day. All right, well, Friday will be an amazing show uh, with an amazing lineup that I'll set probably in a couple hours. Mm, there's a girl, Irene Sango, that would love a spot if you want. I guess she's new, but I, I presume she's got friends and she might bring people. I like friends. Uh, so that's an option. All right. Friday, Comedy Bomb Shelter. Saturday, we have two shows. Uh, Stand Up En Français, uh, which will be the first Stand Up En Français that we're doing. That show is in French, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the French listeners would have got that because I said En Français. Uh, yeah, but you know, yeah, all of our... Other listeners, they, they might not be as worldly as you, Johnny. That's true. I do occasionally accidentally slip into French, so that's that's my bad. Uh, there's that show, and then followed by The Gong Show, which we're going to have a guest. I, I normally host it myself, but we have a guest uh, host, D. Riel, 
who's amazing and tough. And I don't like being mean. She seems to. She revels in it. She seems She's to have so a good neck. at it. So good. That makes me want to see that gong show now. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And she'll just kick people off stage. John, watch the bar cry. so I can go. Yeah, yeah. well, I'll, I'll be free to do. I'll, I'll do a set, but I'll be free to sort of muck around and, and do what I want. So that's good. I didn't really like hosting the gong show last Saturday, to be honest. It was a good show, but I just have to sit in there and it's a bit much. Uh, Sunday. Sunday fun day. An amazing mic hosted by Phil Varney and Victor Patraskin, yeah? I don't know who's up this week. I guess it's got to be Victor. Should be Victor. Great. Man, I so I dropped in on the Sunday Funday mic last this past, what, three days ago? What a show. Insane. What a show. Insane. They've sold out pretty much every week so far, and, and the vibe that both of them have managed to create as this sort of space for new comedians to try out new jokes is is wonderful. Oh, my oh, gosh. Very cool. I walked into the into the club, and so if you guys don't know our layout, we have a bar upstairs, and then you go downstairs, and it's the show space, bathrooms, and a VIP room for the comics. The bar was completely empty, and all you could hear was gigantic rounds of laughs coming from downstairs. It sounded so perfect. And was, chilled for us, chilled for the for us being at the bar. There's not a lot of yeah. people hanging around. People stayed downstairs during the break, so it was kind of more COVID safe and everything. Uh, yes, and we take the COVID security very seriously. I, I use COVID safe as a, as, a, as a code word for mean copper safe. That's that's what I'm really <laughs> worried about. Yeah. Uh, and Monday, I got I got to mention Monday. Monday, I'm doing Holy Shit, That's Funny, uh, which is a, jo a show about uh, religious jokes. So I'll host that myself. I grew up religious. And then we'll get a bunch of uh, comedians, including Dr. Matthew Merther, who has a religious background and plays a preacher occasionally. Reverend. Dr. Reverend, 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 Dr. Matthew Murtha. Can I get an amen? Uh, yeah. I, all right. Well, I'll discuss the racial implications of that uh, yeah, character gonna, hmm. another day. Um, speaking, I, we, let's talk about that show sometime because I really want to make this church of comedy. And I think I can get Kobe to play Reverend Marquis yeah. instead. And I, he's going to do such He's got so much charisma. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he leaks charisma. Anything he does, really he'll does. do well. Fantastic. Even if he's not being funny on stage, he still does well. Uh, which Wait, he's beautiful and charming and happy. It's just unfair. Nobody mm. should have that much, that many, I don't know, talents. Yeah, I liked my life a lot better before I met Kobe. Yeah, imagine if Michael Jordan had a sense of humor. That's what I like. To anyway, uh, just real quick, anything going on in the club this week that uh, caught you off guard? Uh, didn't catch me off guard. We did manage to take the sign down yesterday, which was great. I was a bit annoyed. Like they finally got back to us and the people that sort of owned the sign were like, just take it down yourselves. It's only two screws as if we were being idiots, <laughs> but we were trying to check whether we were legally allowed to do it. And they were like, don't be stupid. Just take it down. Like you can't use tools. And we we're like, yeah, we can. So we took that down. And then the other surprise is that we're both me and Matt are getting sent to Romania in a couple of weeks. That's right. We're going to do Romania's Got Talent. This is our big break on Romanian television. We're uh, going to be huge in Romania. It's going to. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we're both going to have to leave each other for three days. Man. To run the bar by ourselves, but we should be able to handle it. I think. I mean, I've been basically doing it without Matt a lot of the time <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, it's completely true. All right. Well, we can talk about that a little bit more maybe at the end. But yeah. let's welcome our guest in, huh? Let's dive into our the inaugural guest the of very first in the clubhouse. Yes. This world-famous podcast. And we've decided for our very first guest, 
uh, to select somebody that has actually been here for pretty much every stage. Since the, the beginning? Yeah. Every stage. He brought the stage. Literally. Uh, which was nice. Best stage we could have asked for. Fixed I the think spotlight. Is fair to say. Fixed the spotlight. And runs the most successful midweek, midday. Magic Mike. Magic Mike. I would probably say in the world. What do you think? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Harris Feldman. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Please sit down. Please sit down. No What's really. up? Thanks for having me. Um, I am suspicious of you <laughs> making me the first guest, as I told you guys upstairs. Yeah, dude, this is an... We literally, we had a conversation about this. We, we said to ourselves, like, who would deserve it, right? Because it is, at least to me, it's a, you know, it's a thing. Okay. The very first guest. Uh, who do we like? Who do we think earned it? And uh, who would be interesting? Yeah, and you actually have, I don't know if you know, been referenced on this podcast before. We referenced uh, a couple of people, I don't yeah. know if it was last week or the week before, saying that there's certain people, um, we've, we've noticed a lot of people are trying to help us and some people try and help us by doing the same thing that we're doing and they just end up getting in the way. And there's other people like you or Victor that are, are able to see what we're not doing and then just do it. And that is the real kind of help that we're after. Well, so. there's so much of that. There's so much. <laughs> so that much that we're so not much. doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Thanks. I, All right, I let's thank our guest today, Harris Feldman. I think he has <laughs> yeah, to leave. Great to see you. <laughs> no, no I, I did want to ask uh, you about that as well, because I know that we're not doing a lot of stuff, I'm sure. Uh, but has there been anything that either me or Matt has done that you've been like, come on, bro, like, get it together, anything that's, especially Matt, anything that he's done that's really, really frustrated you? Well, I mean, just Matt's presence. Uh, no, um, no, not really. I think it's, I think you guys have, like, y look, I'm, I'm from the U.S., like, uh, like Matt, and I have my own business, so I'm, like, I'm always just, like, go, 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 you know, I want to push, yeah. push, push, but you, it's, it's all gonna, whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna do it, you know, in your, in the right amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, I do think you guys have uh, a bit of a, a balance, uh, a good balance where, you know, one of you, uh, you know, one of you might uh, have some ideas and the other one might say, you know, uh, I think we better let's save our money and wait a little bit before we start doing that. Um, so I think that's always a good balance. And, and, you know, and like I told Matt before, like when he was just thinking about doing this, um, don't have too many partners. He was thinking about, you know, having half of the comedy scene as his. Everyone as his can buy it. Anyone <laughs> yeah. with five euros can. We were know. discussing that. It and, would not have worked. And I was like, do not oh do more gosh. than two. And probably two is a good idea. And I did tell me if this is true or not, Matt. I did say John would be the perfect partner. Yeah. I, so you're the reason I'm here. Thanks, Harris. I appreciate it. I think that. I think you were I think you were already highly in the mix, but I was like, it makes a lot of sense because you're already you already know you 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 know you you take it all seriously. You take your you, you know when you were at Dortea, you filled the room even during a pandemic. So you must know wildly irresponsible for anyone wondering. That's fine. Yeah. Un unlike unlike here. Well, now that the that bar is closed, we can say that Dorte was a piece of crap. Yeah, they were they were breaking all sorts of oh, rules. Worse. And we're Terrible. following all the rules here. Every single exactly. one to a T. To a T. Thank you for pointing that out. Yes. Uh, just in case the police are listening. Yes. You know, we bathed the club in UV light at, at the end of every night to kill off the virus. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah good. I was wondering how it felt so clean in here every mm -hmm. morning. I yeah, want to get I'm, some of that uh, the spray they use in airplanes to like clean the cabin. I want to just spray every person as they come in. I think that'd be fun if we could have one of those at the door that just like yes. Yeah. So hey, when you enter, you know, a, a biosafety level three 
containment facility, they have an air shower, and it does that. It's supposed to blow off all the the bacteria and dust off of your. Yeah, we could have true. one and like jam it full of anti. Do you keep your clothes on or off for that? Well, I, you actually put on an extra layer, and then you go through the air shower. Oh, okay. You put on like the scrubs. And right? why do you know this? I used to work in a vivarium. So, but, but it doesn't clean you. Like in, in theory, if we did that, everyone that came in would have to wear that spacesuit yeah. the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. Just be... Which is my uh, idea of an ideal comedy show. Moon but... party. <laughs> well, the laughter would be muffled. Oh, you can. <laughs> in in moon clothes, no one can hear you laugh. There you go. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, going back just quickly to this whole like like if we had too many partners, what things would be like. I've had this. Uh, this vision of it, just when we're talking about the logo that we're trying to get designed, which is which is taking a little while. It's it's going to be very cool, but we both have different ideas on it. We both like different things, and it's sort of that's something that's been a lot of back and forth between the two of us. If there was even one more person involved, it would take twice as long, I'm sure. And there's there is one person that is trying to be involved in our logo. Yeah, bless his heart. I don't know. I get a bit like. Zach, our producer right here, commented on our, our logo the other day. I was oh, like, no, yeah. I, we don't. I, I was a bit short with him, unfortunately. Sorry about that, Zach. Uh, but we just don't have space for someone else to have an opinion <laughs> on, on that. You know, we both have enough opinions and it's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Logos are usually something that I see. Your logos are usually something that I see people uh, like they'll put five different logos out on Facebook and like ask everybody, which one do you like best? And you guys are going the opposite direction. Yeah, we don't want to know. Yeah, you're just no. it's the one we like best. Yeah, we well, we have a vision for the space and we kind of know what we're creating. And we're, I think, both very much on the same page when it comes to that. So, yeah. no, I just don't think that other people have a good opinion. <laughs> on, Especially on Zach. Well, I mean, you guys have done good no. with the uh, sign that you put in this in this. You know, would, I think Matt made the sign, the comedy clubhouse yeah. sign. That, 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 that was com comedy clubhouse. Yeah, I right. Think the extra E. I thought that was hilarious. That was good. That, that was, was in, very funny. Intentional, completely yeah. intentional. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's hard because you know when you're like with the logo, we have yeah, we had this idea we were going to make it kind of cute, and then somebody else come can come in and be like, well, it should be like this, and they maybe they have like a corporate view or um, that's Zach's problem. He's too corporate. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shill. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, a logo is not going to make you or break you anyway. It's what's going on inside. And you can always change it, you know? Yeah. You yeah. can rebrand. But that's neither here nor there. Harris, why don't you tell us a little bit about your magic show and how you feel running a show out of the club? Oh, yeah. You know, actually, this is the first um, show that I've run, or at least the first show I've done with other uh, performers uh, as a as a showrunner. So that's actually been a cool experience for me so far. Um, it's uh, it's myself as the host, unless I don't have enough magicians, and it's myself as one of three magicians. But basically, uh, every week I've been able to get three other magicians uh, to perform in English. Um, the idea is similar to a comedy open mic. We, you know, I encourage them to try new stuff. Uh, one of them has only done like walk around magic, like at cocktail parties and stuff. And you know, he's having to figure out it's a little different when you're standing on you know the huge stage that we have here. No, I mean yeah, any size, but any size stage, even if it's just a room full of you know twenty people, it's different than going in the middle of uh, three or four people. It's a, it's a totally different thing for magicians. I mean, it'd be the same for you guys. You, you wouldn't just 
you wouldn't tell a joke at the same, you know, level of intensity or whatever when you're just sitting, you know, around with a couple of people. You'd... I do. I do at bus yeah. stops and it's very awkward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Some people, when you're hosting, you try and like bring up the energy way too high, way too quick. And yeah. it's just if there's three people in the room, you can't do that. You have to kind of acknowledge what what the situation is. Can you imagine? Read the room. If you had to do that, like if you had to do what, like magicians, like especially when they're just starting out, they don't have anybody to perform for. Like you can only perform for your family so many times before they're like, stop fucking showing me magic yeah. tricks. But <laughs> like, can you imagine going up to people at a bus stop and like, hey, can I tell you a joke? Can I try a joke out on you? Like that's what magicians kind of have to do is like find people yeah. willing to to experience their, you know, their performances. But anyway, so uh, there's, the, there's the trying new uh, tricks and different scripts for the tricks aspect of it but there's also like tomorrow we have somebody who is pretty world-class magician but only performs in spanish and catalan and he wants to start working more on his i mean the guy amazing. you saw uh, roger he's pretty world-class belso yeah roger belso amazing stuff he does a lot of stuff with um technology so he kind of had this thing i guess coordinated with uh like a video he'd done or he's just magic i'm not sure but <clears throat> it was yeah through his, was, through was his eye, through his, uh, that was through his ipad where he's talking to a woman and he teleported her mm -hmm. to wherever the guy in the audience what? yeah it was amazing you, sh you should have been here um he teleported her to tibidabu right yeah he had like got <laughs> someone to make a suggestion of a bunch of different places and someone said tibidabu and he said all right that's where i'll tell teleporter and, right. and that's right. what he did yeah and um yeah so and then so anyway the guy so Roger is a good example, and then tomorrow is Mag Still Stigman, that's his magician name. I don't doesn't translate very well with <laughs> Stigman, um, but anyway, um, he's uh, gonna you know he's like I don't know if I should perform in English, and I talk to him, and he speaks English fine. It's just a matter of like you know yeah performing in it, and it's a totally different. And like, it is, I mean, no offense, but it's kind of low pressure. It's it's a it's a free show in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. It's really the perfect chance for anyone to show that, up and, yeah, and try it, something new and try something interesting. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's and so if there's any magicians listening that want to try their stuff in uh, English or just want to try out some new stuff, magicians want it. I've got posters up all over the two places that I put. <laughs> so <laughs> hold on, just really yeah. quick though, why don't you? Describe for a second how we're organizing shows out of the club, because I think it's a little bit, I, well, I don't know how other clubs do it, but rather than having a Misty Shores who programs every night, every lineup, we're, we're kind of working with local showrunners and yeah. more or less promoters, I suppose, to kind of divvy the nights up. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, what's the best way to describe this? I, it's way too much work for me to do it all myself. And I think if everyone has their own show, then they come at that show with a with a different level of, of passion. Uh, so I've got one show that I run myself. Uh, this is the show that I was doing before we started this place, uh, and I'm keeping you on doing it. The Gong and Show. The Gong Show, the Dorothy Gong Wild Show. Uh, I have to change the advertising for her. Facebook has been... Uh, the band because she was too sexy she was no, not too sexy you'd think too sexy because she's very sexy uh she's smoking a cigarette so they were like you can't do that really because it promotes smoking because it's because she's hot and she's smoking <laughs> so people see her and they're like i, I want to be like her and then take they, a photo they, of they, me like, smoking. Start smoking i'm like it's not because i'm promoting smoking i'm obviously like i'm promoting a comedy show chill out so then i put a no smoking sign over the cigarette which i thought was a positive message and then uh, just yesterday, Facebook was like, we can't let you advertise because we can see that you're circumventing our advertising processes. So oh I have to gosh. change like all of the, the labeling for it, even though it doesn't even contravene their things in the first place. So 
That's pretty annoying. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. shows, bunch of different people. They all run their yeah. own show. I'm interested in people that have ideas for a new show to come and talk to us uh, and we'll make it work as best we can. I'll do a little bit of the marketing, but basically for showrunners, uh, they are responsible for selling out their own show and the more they sell, the more money they make. Or for free shows, as in Ka Harris's case, he spends a lot of money on advertising and makes nothing. That's right. That <laughs> That's I'm a brilliant businessman. I spend... <laughs> Tons of money on Facebook advertising. and No, I just want to learn that side of it for when there's not a pandemic. Right. I'm okay losing a little bit, knowingly losing a little money so I can get that pixel tickled. As they, I just made that up, actually. Nobody's ever said, get your pixel tickled. But, uh, Cheeky little pixel tickle. Yeah, but I anyway, love that. Get, get, you get some you know, retargeting uh, audience, potential retargeting audience for the near future whoa, whoa. and future right, future. Let's slow down. Oh, sorry. Buddy. No, that's all right. So... Yeah, tell us your experience with show running. So what what are you talking about with Pixel? No, it's not show running. I have experience with marketing, but with as applied to show running. Um, a Pixel, so Facebook, uh, you can run ads on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then now I've done that. Whether you run the ad on Facebook or not, it's highly advisable to have um, a you get a Pixel from Facebook. It's it's a tracking Pixel. So basically, it's literally a, an invisible one by one image that you put on your page and uh, when it loads, it fires um, information, data over to Mark Zuckerberg personally and then he approves <laughs> it and then it goes into Facebook. Um, but anyway, it goes into and it becomes your audience. You never get the person's name. You don't get any, you know, you don't get any of that. You just have, now you have 17 people. Now you have 27 people. Now you have mm -hmm. 300 people that have visited your webpage. And then uh, when you advert, when you set up your Facebook ads, you want to have one of the campaigns set up to hit all the people that have been to your page before. And it's literally, in every experience I've had, it's, I don't know, eight to 12 times better than just, a, you know, I mean, as, it, as you would expect. So now you can say, hey, you came here. You, you would have it. You can even send them a different ad. Hey, you know, you didn't get your ticket yet. What's wrong with you? You know, whatever you want to yeah. do. You John, can are we using Pixel? Yeah, we're, we're on Pixel. Pixel's the best thing ever. If I could just do like a layperson example. Yesterday, I was looking for a razor on Amazon. Um, and then just this morning, I opened up Instagram and I'm getting ads for all of these razors, right? That's yeah. what the Pixel does. It goes, you search for this. Therefore, this you search for a comedy your, show. Yeah. Therefore, you might like this comedy show or this comedy show. So well, and they, you know, they, these are the privacy. These are touching into those privacy issues that people start to worry about with Google and Facebook. It's like, creepy. You yeah. know, Facebook owns WhatsApp. They probably can hear words that they that you can later advertise to. I mean, I don't know if they're doing that yet, but at some point they'll be able to do that. Google's got you know Google Voice and you Google Chat, Google Meet. You're like, I definitely. And I and I think it shouldn't be possible, but I've seen it where like I've had a discussion with a chat with somebody, mm -hmm. and they advertised to me something related, yeah. and and that and I was like, did I search something? I swear or, I've had voice conversations that yeah. have changed my advertising. You got to think, did I go back and search something after or before that voice con? Like that's what you know. It's, it's possible, right. but mm -hmm. I mean, you could test it. Some you, you could you could test. But anyway, so that's what we do. You, so so you want that's how you can optimize. But so I've gotten like you know one free reservation from the retargeting pixel uh retargeting campaign he didn't show up but hey it's a start um he did and, something he did but, something in the right direction but i've got um i've had a you know last week was a 
great show this week. We have uh, probably the same amount or more people coming. We've really? Got, yeah, it's we got really? nine nine reservations right now, and they're not all from. So basically, there's I lucked out. There's one the magician I was mentioning that does a lot of strolling magic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his name's Bastian Bastian Bonilla, Bonilla or Bonilla, depending on how you want to pronounce that. Brought all his friends. We just need like one popular person at every he, show. He didn't bring yeah. all his friends. He brought a fourth of his friends because another fourth is coming today. It's a different set of people Amazing. that are coming wow. today. Tomorrow. Uh, although tomorrow, tomorrow. Although one of them is coming back. I think she's coming back to see me. Yeah, buddy. And nice. she's the one non-lesbian of the group. So even better. <laughs> Andrea, my wife, if you're listening, and Andrea, the person who's coming. See, I can't get him confused. Um, <laughs> they're both called Andrea? <laughs> yeah, they're both happy. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, I'm sure she's not coming to see me. I'm sure she's coming to see the magic. But anyway. Uh, there's another guy coming as well uh, that <clears throat> messaged me on Instagram. Is it? Is it a oh, wall? Alwal. He, 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 he yeah. bought a ticket. Yeah. And, uh, and then he emailed me and he was like, oh, can I, can I go up? Can I, I'm a comedian. And I'm like, uh, wrong show, but here's the link tree. Here's the link tree. What is it? L I N K T R dot E E slash the clubhouse. I sent him that link. Very nice. Yes. And said, you know, there's some open mics and you can yeah. certainly, and he's, he's a pretty good looking black guy. Kobe might have a, have to make a run Uh-oh. for his money. If yes. the guy's funny. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. You hear us, Kobe? So I do have one question for you. How much magic do I have to know before I can get a spot? Like, is it just any trick? If you tell me you want to do a magic trick, I'll let you do a magic trick. And I can sure. do like 10 minutes of comedy. And then <laughs> oh, like... I don't know. No, I don't know about that. Oh, know. my gosh. I don't know. I'll probably, I'm just, I'm playing with it still. Uh, the, you know, the format as well. I may do, like, I may have a couple of comedians. And I think it's at least, it feels like it's easier to get to get the Facebook ads working with, you have the word comedy in there. I don't know if it's true or not. So I mm-hmm. might start, I might do like, you know, a few five or seven minute sets mixed in with some magic i'm i'm not sure whatever you want to do yeah. as long as you choose you us. you john if if you of all people learn a magic trick yes yeah yes i do know a couple of magic i was just gonna say i don't want to blow your minds too much okay. so i'll show you later okay i yeah i had a lot of confidence john would have a couple of magic tricks in his pocket i've got one i can do that one where you have the two cards all right, I probably shouldn't tell people how it's done. Yeah, don't. Don't I'll tell me you, how I'll it's show done. You later. I don't want to. Oh, do I'll, like I'll tell you because it's sort of magician's like, code. We can tell each okay. other. What's no? Have your show. What, you were going to do that Penn and Teller show. Oh, I am thinking about doing a like a fool us. But yeah, yeah, that's I'd, a fun show. Yeah, you could be a judge, or I was thinking that no, it would he's be, got the trick. He's going. Oh, have you'd to be fool the trick. You. you have to fool me. I'm I, the thing is, is that like I'm pretty easy to fool. Like I'm a pretty new magician at, from a. That's. I wonder if I can use science to fool you. Probably. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, but I, I was thinking of having like three audience members would be the ones you had to fool. And I thought that would be interesting for the magicians as well to see what people think, like see how they thought it was done. Yeah. Um, not like we at the end of the day, we don't really care. Well, some of some magicians do, but I don't really care if you figure out how it's done. It's really just, you know, it's 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 an entertainment aspect. He got you know? caught out on stage. the other oh, yeah. day. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he was trying to do a, a, a magic trick with tortillas That's instead right. of cards. So he's sort of shuffling tortillas, which is very funny. It was for a comedy set. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't magic magic. It yeah. was a, the gong show, I believe. Yeah, uh, but it was so good. The girl, she just wasn't taking taking anything. She saw what you did with the tortilla and yeah. was like, "It's in your pocket." I saw it. <laughs> no, she says, "Oh, I think I think you just took my tortilla," and I'm like, "Just just shuffle. We'll make them disappear." Yeah. <laughs> and I very sadly waved my wand over. Okay, it's gone. Do you know where it is? She's in your pocket. Yay! 
okay. <laughs> but when you're doing magic with tortillas, you have to, you know, assume they might see you palming it. I feel yeah. like people, yeah, people should give you a little bit of leeway. Yeah. It, it made for a really great moment, though. It did. There's Everybody was laughing the, really hard. The thing about it is the fir- I've done, I got to do that, that tortilla thing six times in a week, thanks to Barcelona and you guys and other places in Barcelona yeah. twice on Sunday with one twice with Phil the first time I did it I go is this your tortilla girl said yes and I was like yay and that was it the next five times everyone said no for different reasons one of them broke a corner or a, a, yes. a piece off yeah. uh, this one another one she was just being like too like she's like no I saw Nikki. squiggly lines on Nikki it Nikki was a punk yeah she's like I saw squiggly lines on mine or something and then it was great how like sure of it too she was like no she, she analyzed she goes, the tortilla no. though if you looked at her she was really like like yeah. a fingerprint, you know, yeah. she was kind of. Yeah, I have to get, I clearly need to get more similar looking tortillas for my act. Do you know other magicians around the, around Europe? I do. Yeah. Have you networked? Yeah, yeah. Because I, they just I can't think come we're the yet. only city that's open for business right now. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends in the UK. They could literally get fined 5,000 euros for coming here. Oh, just Pounds. for traveling. For traveling outside of the UK, like wow. so, but the rest know. of Europe, I don't know. But France, I mean, half of half of the French comedians in the world are. Uh, yeah, we are have here. all of Nantes yeah. down here in Barcelona right now. I was talking to a comic from Amsterdam yesterday, and I was like, because oh, I could have sworn they were open, and I was like, oh, how's it going? What are you doing? Yeah, we have this club on. It's really exciting. I'm so busy. I did like four shows last yeah. week, and oh, I'm so tired. He's like, I haven't performed comedy since December. And he's like, I I took a job teaching. It's okay though. It's I'm glad I, I can be a teacher. I was like, ooh, sorry, man. That sounds sad. So, so meanwhile, I was like, <laughs> so we're gonna go to Romania. All the comedians from Barcelona that have been performing, you know, four or five times a week, and I, I presume a bunch of comedians from all around Europe are gonna go. None of them have been performing. Uh, the thing about comedy is you have to perform frequently. If you haven't performed in three months, you're crap. You're just no. not very good. You're just you're not natural. There's nothing. Rusty. So I feel like we potentially have a, a huge Ooh. advantage for this. Uh, Romania's got talent. You think other cities like, are going to be there, or are they just going to run with art? We'll be like Barcelona. season one of this show. I guess that it could be kind of funny. It's quite weird if we're just all friends and we're hanging out, and the whole show is about pitting us against each other. Uh, That's a Tuesday here. Can I ask you we're guys not, a question? Yeah. When you got the message, the the on Instagram. Uh, I got, I did as well. They said, don't tell Harris. No, no, no. I, oh. I told her I do magic. And she's like, I said, so you probably don't want me for this one. Because I talked yeah. to Victor about it later. And he's like, well, they have two shows, whatever. But anyway, when I first got the message, I totally thought like, do you guys not get like hot women contacting you on Instagram, yeah. trying to bring you to a porn site or something? It seemed like that. So I yeah. ignored it. And, and our exactly. DNA like posted in a group and it was sort of weeks later. And then. You actually said, Matt, like, yo, it's a, a real thing. You should I, probably check yeah, it out. you guys are crazy. I thought everybody was crazy. Everybody was like, ooh, I don't know. Da, da, da. Yeah, I'm but like, every do hot, it. Every hot do woman do that it? contacts you, you think is real. I click on all those Yeah, links. exactly. Yeah, I so. click on, oh, hey, are you looking for a sexy MILF in your yes. zip code? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact. All right, guys, I think we have to wrap it up for okay. today. Well, thank you guys for having me. No, thank you so much for, for joining. Yeah. So uh, give us your social media. Oh, my personal social media is Funny Bald Guy. So Instagram's at Funny Bald Guy. And then I have a decent looking website at FunnyBaldGuy.com. Right. And you do online shows. And- I do online shows. I, I wish to do live events uh, for corporate soon, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Uh, and yeah, so I do. We'll have to have you back on and we'll, we'll talk corporate versus real comedy sometime. Okay. Yeah. Or I would only know corporate versus real magic, but. 
I yeah, mean, I sure. certainly have to clean up okay. even my act for corporate. Yeah. And Corporations. Can't talk about my big deck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so... <laughs> always, always with the big deck. He's got he's to open with a big deck joke. Yeah. Got my tiny deck in my pocket if you guys want to see it. That's okay. All right. So you, you're hosting the Magic Hour. I am hosting the Magic Hour. I don't have any specific at the comedy uh, clubhouse at the comedy clubhouse. Two p.m.s Wednesday. Wednesdays at I say two thirty. You say two two to get them to show up on time, perhaps. Yeah. But two thirty is when uh, the two two o'clock the doors open. All right. Yeah, I'm saying like doors two show two thirty. Perfect. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Very cool. nice. Uh, yeah, we'll have you back on soon. As yep. soon as we run out of other guests, Johnny Boy, anything else to plug? No, I mean, look, everything. We're here. We're here every day. Come. Come check out whatever. If yeah. you're in Barcelona, if you're an international comedian and you are allowed to travel, please get in touch with us. We want to do shows. We want to put you on stage. Uh, we can't pay you much, but we'll pay you what we can. We can pay more than what John thinks. <laughs> if you can sell tickets, we'll, we'll give you some of the tickets that you sell. I don't, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're doing Pain. our absolute best to make it super fair yeah. for comedians. Uh, we do only have 24 seats to sell at the moment so right it's now. really uh, in terms of the amount of money anyone can make from any show it's not a lot but the stage time is phenomenal uh the atmosphere in the performance room is is something real special this is the it's the reason yeah. i wanted to start a comedy club here specifically is because the room that we have for performing just captures all the laughter and and it's it's such a good feeling inside heats up super quick mm. yeah and we're, we're building something special in barcelona so come check it out um, and we'll be back here next week. So go ahead, click subscribe, ring a bell, like the buttons, do all the things that the kids tell you to do. I liked uh, what you said last time about like penetrating and... Yes, I definitely... Penetrate the bell, accost the, the like button and uh, links, likes, I don't know, click subscribe. Just click. Yeah, click all the things. All right, let's thank our producer, Zach, and uh, we'll catch you next week on Constructing the Clubhouse. And out. Woohoo! Yeah, well done.